Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Rather than looking at multiple programs to help your child in different subjects, one subscription gets you everything with IXL Learning, and all the kids in your home work off one from pre-K to 12th grade. If your child is struggling, this is the smartest investment you can make. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com IXLAV. Visit IXL.com IXLAV to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. And it's great to be here with you on You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. We are going to break down everything that has happened today in the world of sports. Huge trade in the NBA. Trade deadline day in the National Football League World Series. We got we got NHL tonight. We got basketball tonight. Line movements in the National Football League. So much going on. It is great to be here breaking it down with you on the BetQL Network where every game is Game 7 and every trade feels like Game 7 now also. By the way, the NFL trade deadline, we still, we still got an hour. So, I mean, who the hell knows like what, what could happen? happen between now and four o'clock Eastern time. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you bets and we bring you sports and we bring you a lot of them on this terrific Tuesday. We are coming to you live today from the Odyssey app, from the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by the studs at stadium uh, from four to six Eastern. Oh, and how about this? Another Donovan Peoples-Jones traded to the Lions from the Cleveland Browns. Love it. Deep threat for Detroit in case Jamison Williams never gets a go and love that. We got a lot we're going to do here on the show. Trades literally coming in in real time. We'll be on stadium 4 to 6 Eastern. YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And you can hear us on radio stations nationwide, including Sirius 217 and XM 205. As Ken and I bring you the wagertainment, talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. And do so. On this T3, three words and they all start with the letter T. We can throw another T in there for trade. Terrific Football Tuesday, Halloween, October 31st, 2023. The show's on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at the Costos. Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. On Twitter and X, at Lockie Lockerson. Three tremendous guests coming your way today on a terrific Football Tuesday. How about one of the hosts of the NBA on TNT? My old friend Adam Lefko, a Bleacher Report as well. Adam Lefko is going to stop by later this hour. He's going to break down the James Harden trade to the Clippers for us. Lefko is a big Philly guy. We'll talk the Eagles and the Cowboys coming up on Sunday. Tons of NBA, tons of National Football League with the very talented Adam Lefko coming up later this hour on You Better You Bet. Greg Rosenthal will stop by from NFL Media, 
one of the hosts of the critically acclaimed Around the NFL podcast. Greg will talk everything that we've seen on trade deadline day in the National Football League and spinning it forward to week nine and the rest of the season in the NFL. And then we'll get bets for week nine in the NFL. Maybe a couple NBA looks for tonight and NBA looks moving forward. The hard in trade as well with the whale capper, Drew Densick. Drew Densick joins us in hour number three of today's program. Plus, in case you missed it, uh, I woke up this morning and it was the first thing I saw on my phone. You know, because it happened in the middle of the night. Uh, James Harden traded from the Sixers to the Los Angeles Clippers. A blockbuster trade at about 2 in the morning at East Coast time. I didn't see it until I woke up this morning. We've got all the betting breakdown coming your way. James Harden going to the Los Angeles Clippers. What does it mean for the Clippers? What does it mean for the Philadelphia 76ers in the West, in the East, and moving forward? All the breakdown coming up as we move along on the show today. It's NFL trade deadline day, and we got moves literally happening as we speak right now. Josh Dobbs goes to the Minnesota Vikings. Great call yesterday by you, Ken, and Tyler in the chat yesterday, basically connecting the dots here. Like, is Dobbs getting traded maybe to Minnesota? Great job by you guys. Josh Dobbs goes to Minnesota. Apparently, Jaron Hall will still start on Sunday on the road in Atlanta. The Commanders do, in fact, trade a pair of pass rushers. Montez Sweat goes to Chicago, goes to the Bears, and then Chase Young goes to the San Francisco 49ers about 15 minutes ago. We got betting movement and comeback player of the year for Chase Young. A lot of stuff going on here. And Cleveland goes to Jacksonville. You know, Ezra Cleveland. You know, better than. As Jacksonville, as Jacksonville, you know, Grover's grandson. As Jacksonville fortifies its offensive line to protect Trevor Lawrence. Six and two right now makes sense for the Jaguars. All the betting reaction from all the trades today in the National Football League coming your way on the program. We've also got, by the way, P squared, B squared for four badass games. Week nine in the NFL. Our thoughts and bets. Giants, Raiders, Eagles, Cowboys, Bills, Bengals on Sunday night. Chargers, Jets on Monday night coming up in the second hour of the show. It's day two of Lockmas. Ken Barkley is going to tell you how to bet Heisman Trophy at this point in the college football season. Power Hour, Final Hour. All our bets for tonight. Bets of Steel. Best of the best. Not a ton going on tonight in terms of games in the world of sports. Thank God. I think I, I need a nap. Might go to bed early tonight. And yeah. uh, we'll tell you the games that we've already bet for Week 9 in the NFL. We are locked and loaded. Terrific football Tuesday. Halloween trade deadline day in the NFL. James Harden to the LA Clippers. Ken Barkley, how's it going? I'm, I'm great. Before we, we have like a lot we have a lot we have to do, which is, and all of it's awesome. Do you, there was also a football game last night. And I fear that if we just start going, we'll just never go back and say that that game happened. Now, maybe, maybe a lot of people would prefer that we don't go back and talk about the game. Cause it was, you know, awful and almost unwatchable. I don't say almost. I watched the NBA. Like I didn't even, I didn't even watch the game last night. I flipped over a couple times. What's this uh, up to? Yeah, great. Okay, cool. Anyway, what's what's going on in the, what's going on in the uh, the Warriors Pelicans game? That didn't go well. What's going on in the Mavs Grizzlies game? Uh, what's going on in everything else? It was just more interesting. Anything anything you want to say about that game last night? As someone who like bet the side, and I I'm guessing based on some of the stuff that you tweeted and said before the show, someone who was like locked into this. Oh, minute yeah. to minute to minute, all 60. Play 60. This is what you were bet 60. You were locked in the watch whole time. 60. Yes. And uh, yeah, watch sweat 60. Sweat 60. Til, right. Till yeah, exactly. 60. <laughs> right. <laughs> you want anything you want to say about the game? Uh, the Lions win 26 14. They cover all numbers. And like, I guess they should have. Also, maybe they shouldn't have. And a terrible football game where the Raiders basically no showed the entire 60 minutes. I Well, the offense no showed the entire 60 yes, minutes correct. for sure. I, right. I, Jimmy G I feel like. This was like that famous scene in uh, in Lost where Jack says to Kate, Matthew Fox says to Evangeline Lilly, "We have to go back." And we you're, have to go back. And, 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 and you're Jack Shepard, and I'm and I'm Kate Austin, and I'm like, do we do we really have to go back? And you're like, yeah, we got to go back and talk about it. All right, we'll like head back to the island. A lot of people got hurt. 
a lot of people got hurt. Now we have we have to go back. Yeah. You know, I it's like also last night, like so October October is almost over. This is the final yes. day in October in the year of our Lord, 2023. And uh on the final day of lock of October, it brings me no pleasure to report that Locktober has finally ended for your boy in the National Hockey League. Uh, and not with the whimper, but with the bang last night in a bad way. <laughs> a lot of red on the old account balance this morning, mm. thanks to the bets in the National Hockey League last night. But, and you know, we, we place a ton of bets. We win. We lose. Brush it off your shoulder. All good. Like, on to the next day. Like A lot of, like, Jay-Z references here. And it, and it just is what it is. When you bet, that's kind of like what the deal is. And every so often, though, you'll get a you'll get a result of a bet that just grinds your gears and just really gets under your skin and really pisses you off and sends you into hashtag orbit. And last night, that was uh, that was the Raiders bet for me. And you know what? Like, you're probably right, Ken. Uh, the Lions probably deserve to, to win the game going away. I mean, they dominated. The Raiders' offense was as bad as it could possibly be. Given that, y- you know, they've got a bunch of, like, really good players and can't do anything. It's almost like the coach is an absolute idiot. Who would have thunk it? Unbelievable. Uh, you know who knows that? Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. They definitely know it. Just like, you know, can hey, Jimmy. God, he's so handsome. It makes me so sick. I feel like that scene in Fight Club. I just want to punch him in the face because he's so beautiful and he costs me money. Like, hey, Jimmy, can we can we just can we get the ball to Devontae Adams on one of these wide open touchdowns, please? Sixty and ninety-eight. Can can you put the ball on one time? Put the ball on the money to Devontae Adams, and I hit Devontae Adams anytime. Touchdown, and the Raiders probably cover the spread. Just in a, now, we got the Gibbs prop over, which was awesome, and like that was a no sweat prop winner, which was awesome. Love when that happens, but yeah, just with every Jimmy Garoppolo drop back, where he looks like you know one of the Penguins from Happy Feet or like Fred Astaire dancing in the pocket. Like hey, like this dude shell shocked. If if Josh McDaniels had any guts, he would bench him for the rest of the year and play the Green New Deal. The squad, Aiden O'Connell, AOC. He won't, though. It'll be Garoppolo on Sunday against the the Giants because he's gutless. He's a coward, and he sucks, and his team sucks. And now I'm poor. Thanks a lot, Raiders. Jerks. Yeah, so that there you go. I was, I was really pissed last night. Really, actually pissed last night watching the end of that game. And I don't get pissed yeah. that often anymore watch, watching the ends of games that I have money on. I think one of those classic games where, like, if you if you didn't bet or you had no idea what the markets were, you're like, all right, here's like a, a really good team that's going to the playoffs against a team that's not very good that I like, know isn't very good, and uh, and the score the entire time, you're just like, this it would be like boring or like mundane. Like the Raiders get a pick six to make it what a two point game, something like that. Like, uh, and you know, yeah, and, 16, and you're kind of thinking at that point. Marcus yep. Peters, right? Who uh? left with like dehydrated whatever it doesn't matter and well, by the and way has lot, picked like a, sixes with four different teams now yeah. the guy's like he's he he's not a hall of fame player no. but he's like a pretty like interesting player in nfl history which is neither here nor there but just wanted to mention that please yeah it's just a, like a, a corner who has who's had a billion interceptions like it's crazy and uh but just if you if there weren't betting just an incredibly like dumb boring game especially when it gets to 12 and there's a zero percent chance the raiders are going to win and it's just like <laughs> are they going to cover on one of these drives yep. at the end of the game where they just keep yep. getting opportunity after opportunity but if you if you didn't bet you'd be like who cares like it's 12 like i'm gonna watch something else. i'm gonna go to bed like who, who cares it was a who cares kind of a game uh unless you had money on it and i don't even know if we like did we learn anything is there anything that interesting like we'll talk about the raiders game against the giants which now has like somehow even lower stakes than it had before uh you know like there's a betting market for that game that'll be interesting for the lions they they beat a team they're supposed to beat they go into their bye 
like not i guess jameer gibbs offensive rookie got more interesting but did it really we'll do that tomorrow uh, or on thursday rather just like so Montgomery little of interest yeah so just so little of interest and and so much of interest to kind of like in the other trades that have happened today but i wanted to give you the opportunity i knew you bet the raiders obviously we talked about it yesterday got closing line value game went off seven and uh and landed 12 and landed 12. Yes. I just figured we should talk about that. Yeah, so 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 thank thank you for that opportunity. It was just yeah. yeah. You know, you place a lot of bets, you win some, you lose some, but sometimes you get one that just you're just going mm. kind of sticks yeah. to you a little he, bit. Josh McDaniels anyway. was taunting you. He was taunting you. Yeah. I Do you think like and we'll we'll get to everything that happened in a second. Do you think like when he looks in the mirror like he knows? Do you think he knows or do you think he doesn't know? I think he knows. I actually think he knows. <laughs> just, 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 I'm trying to think of somebody checks. who like doesn't know. Like who doesn't know? That's a great question. Like in any sport? Or uh, well, yeah. Just if that leads you to a, a good answer to this question, I'm trying to think. Is there like an NFL head coach that's bad? That like, do you think like Todd Bowles knows? No, Todd Bowles definitely thinks he's. I right. agree. I don't think Arthur Smith definitely doesn't know. Arthur Arthur Smith thinks that he's like like Jesus Christ coaching that in the National Football yeah. League. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ and like Bill Walsh had like a child together or something. Yes, like, that, that's like really Smith, like that's what he Arthur thinks. Arthur Smith is. thinks yeah. he's God. Correct. Absolutely, no question. So Arthur Smith definitely doesn't know. Does Lafleur know that he's bad? Not yet, but I think that he may be like nearing the he's point where he to, may be like. I think he's, he's starting, starting to get the, the gears are <laughs> yeah, turning learned, a little. He's bit. learning. Yeah, he's, he's learning. learning he's, he's starting. He's okay. starting to get there. He's starting okay. to get there. That's good. That's like that's a pretty good group in the eyes already. Like three guys in the NFL that think they're good, and they're just they're blissfully unaware of the fact that they suck. They just say they got like, no like, idea. Like, does, like does Dennis bad. Allen know? He might know. He's been so bad. He might know. Does Matt Eberflus know? No, no, no. I think he's like co like cockeyed optimist. I think he definitely thinks he's good. <laughs> we could we just like really like do this across all sports. Yeah. It's really no, I, I think Eberflus really is like I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this around. Like I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I think he's got be that. Montez yeah. let's trade a second round pick for Montez. I don't even think it's a bad <laughs> right. trade for Montez Sweat. <laughs> Listen, like my, and look, well, I I don't even like know where to start here. Like we've got so are we are we gonna be able to get everything in over the course of the show today? I mean yes, sure. but God, there's so much to do here. What 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 tickles your fancy here? Like first like first and we'll do let's hold Harden. We'll do Harden in the next segment. Sure. Um, what kind of like tickles your fancy outside of the James Harden deal? Uh, Chase Young, because it's that's personally affects me. Chase Young gets traded to the San Francisco 49ers. We'll do sweat later because there's not an impact for that betting wise for me. Uh, Chase Young gets traded to the 49ers and me being like a sicko season long better, uh, like futures, awards, everything. I, I have too much Chase Young stock in comeback player of the year. This is a player who for the majority of the season has been 100 to one or more to win this award. And this is an award market, which I can't in great detail say right now, uh, might get really, really, really wacky because like almost none of the players listed are going to win. And so you're trying to figure out like, is there literally someone not listed everywhere or someone at an insane price who still has a chance to win? Because all the other guys might be dead. They all might not win. They literally all might not win. And like it's almost halfway through the season and you can't say that about any other market, obviously, because it's so weird. And this trade does not mean Chase Young's going to win. Definitely not what it means. But it at least means he's got a shot. 
I think. And the Niners traded for Christian McCaffrey last year. All he did was go on to be a finalist for this award as a result of like getting more of a spotlight on him and playing great down the stretch for the 49ers. Now they trade for a defensive player who has a chance to do the same thing. Now won't have the impact that McCaffrey had probably, but the spotlight's way bigger. The stories will start being written. People will start talking about it. And if you bet an award that's narrative driven and no one's talking about your guy, all you want is for people to start talking about your guy. And they are. They are talking about him today. And hopefully they'll be talking about him on Sundays. And his odds at one book uh, went from 100 to 30 uh, in the last 15 minutes. So it hasn't happened everywhere. But anything like that, as someone who's holding a lot of stock at big prices, you love it. We, we will hit every single NFL trade that's happened today in the full betting breakdown. Josh Dobbs goes to the Minnesota Vikings. We'll see when he ends up starting a quarterback for Minnesota. We'll talk more about Chase Young to the Niners, Montez Sweat to the Chicago Bears, Ezra Cleveland to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But on the other side, James Harden, now an L.A. Clipper. The full betting breakdown for the Clips, the Sixers, and the NBA. Next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Hard work surrounded, draws the defense of Horford. Difference of two seconds, game clock and shot clock. Harden, sizing up Horford. It's a three. Oh! Harden's got 45! Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Kenny Barkley on the BetQL Network. I have a legitimate question to ask. What year is that highlight from? He had, he had big games last year. Didn't he, have a, didn't he have that game in the playoffs last year? Like Embiid missed a couple games. He had huge games. Well, against the Celtics, maybe? Was it against the Celtics yeah. or no? It, it or could have been really series. recent. It could have been really recent. Yeah, last year. Yeah, Tyler was last, last year against the Celtics. Yep, last year playoffs. But I, I, I hear I, I know why you said that. Like, I, you're right. But he did. It's so funny because I'm my answer is just going to be about how irrelevant he is. But like he he's irrelevant and he had 45 points in a playoff game. <laughs> like, just, how many guys can say that? Well, I'm, I'm, I had 45 in a playoff game. Yes. And I think you're irrelevant. Oh, OK, great. Uh, our friend Adam Lefko from the NBA on TNT will join us in 20 minutes. We look forward to him joining the show. Greg Rosenthal from NFL Media as we move along. Drew Densick, the whale capper, as we move along. If you're tuned in and you're watching right now and you're looking for reaction for all the NFL trades, just keep this in mind. A, we're on for four hours. B, the trade deadline is still not passed. Uh, it's 4 o'clock Eastern time. We are going to hit everything in full detail. We are Might going have some to more. do so... Exactly. We, we are going one. to do so much over the course of the show today. Not only is it going to make your head spin, you the person listening or watching, it's going to make our head spin. I'm going to need a cigarette when the show's over. Like Halloween. In the best possible yeah, like way. Like the exorcist. Yes. Where my head's just twirling around oh. my head. Yeah. I'm going to do I that as a trick later. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of like the horror movies and like that. This is how so like, like in my development where they've got like, it's obviously not real, but it's like a dismembered like body like hanging from like a tree. I'm just like, who does like there are children in this thing? Who does this? Like who thinks this is like appropriate? Yeah. That's me. Maybe I'm like an old funny duddy. I don't know. That's just me. No. Anyway. Not right? great imagery. Right? Yeah. But what is For that? A lot like, of reasons. Who, how sick yeah. are people? Like I don't understand. Sick, anyway. Uh, yeah, I guess is the is the answer. Um James Harden. 
don't sick waking up at like five in the morning and looking at your phone and there's 24 notifications. It's like, wow, there must've been a lot of goals yeah. in the, in the, the, the right. Knights Canadian yes. game. <laughs> oh, Vegas win nine, eight. What happens? Oh man. <laughs> so then I can click on it and it's a here, here, here you go. Um, so in case you missed it, which I'm sure you didn't because it was, it happened like a while ago, the 12 hours ago, whatever James Harden traded to the Los Angeles Clippers from the Philadelphia 76ers. The Clippers also acquire PJ Tucker, which I think is kind of interesting. Are they going to like do like, like what the Rockets did a couple years ago and just play like a small lineup. We'll see. Get Ken's take on it in a second. The Sixers getting back Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, KJ Martin, first rounders in 26 and 28, two second rounders, a pick swap, and a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, at BetMGM, the Clippers, plus 1,300 to win the NBA title, behind only Boston, Milwaukee, Denver, and Phoenix, and plus 300 to win the West, behind only the Nuggets and the Suns, while Philly goes to plus 2,800 to win the title and plus 900 to win the East. They are tied for the third choice on uh, on the board in, in the market to win the East, along with the Cleveland Cavaliers, both at plus 900 and Bet MGM, obviously behind both Boston and Milwaukee. So Ken Barkley, James Harden, it has finally happened. He is a member of the LA Clippers. Uh, your betting reactions for LA, for Philadelphia, and everything moving forward. Sure. Uh, difference between a sports show and a betting show is that on a sports show, this is a huge deal. This is like a really, really important thing because it's a superstar player changing teams. And in the NBA, we've been conditioned that if a guy has like a really big name and he gets traded, that that, that requires wall-to-wall constant coverage. From a betting standpoint, I would just like to know, like, what did this make people want to bet? Like what? Okay, James Harden's no longer on the Sixers. By the way, hasn't played for them this year. So if it's about like the Sixers and what they're going to be going for, we've actually started getting that information already, and they're going to have additional bench players. That's really all that's going to end up happening. Uh, what did it make you want to bet? Did it make you? Oh well, he's going to the Clippers. Maybe now they're going to win the NBA title. Really? Th- this is the the acquisition of the guy who sucks in the playoffs usually and who is old. That acquisition is like that pushed you over the edge. To want to bet the clip. Well, I wasn't going to bet him to win the title before, but now that it's PG, Kawhi, Westbrook, and Harden, now, now I'm clicking the button. Now, of course not. Of course not. This thing's much more likely to be a circus than anything meaningful. That's been the story of the Kawhi PG era. By the way, all four of these players free agents after this, which is hilarious. I'm going to go out on one more blaze of stupidity, basically. So, like, can they win the title? Sure, just like the Blazers can win the title. Just like the Pacers can win the title. Should you bet them as the fifth most likely team? Again, like, you have to believe they're more likely than that to win to place the bet. There's like very clearly a top four in the futures market, Boston, Milwaukee on one side, Phoenix, Denver on the other. Does anyone disagree with that? I don't. I actually would argue Denver should be the favorite over the two Eastern Conference teams, but that's okay. Like they're all in the tier together. That's fine. Okay. Now you have like a big drop and then the second tier and you can put whoever you want at the start of that second tier. It's like, it kind of doesn't matter right now, but like the idea that this would make you want to bet the Clippers to do anything. Are they going to win more regular season games? Are they going to win the division? Uh, Probably not because I can't imagine the job of actively load managing four players at the same time who like will never want to play on the, on back-to-back nights. Sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like a team I can't wait to watch. So like you have all of that. Are they going to win a lot more in the regular season? No, probably not. Like a little bit more. Harden's an okay regular season player. He, his teams win games. Like they'll win a little bit more, but are they going to be the one? And be watching what Denver's doing already to start the year? Do you think they're going to be the one? No. Okay, great. Uh, do you think they're going to win the Western Conference? Anybody watch what Denver's doing already this year? Okay, they play in a postseason series. I give you the Clippers five to one. Would you ever bet it? Great. Let's talk in May. Like if you really want to bet that price. Awesome. Okay, NBA title. Like uh, any cross match you want, you want the Clippers in that game? Of course not. 
They're not going to be healthy by then. They don't. They have players that you don't want in a postseason series. We have no idea how this is going to fit together, and sometimes that's good. Like, oh, like don't know how it's going to fit together. This could be interesting. Does anybody think this is going to be like compelling? It's it's like it's stale. It's boring. And uh, from a sports talk standpoint, let's talk about it all day. From a betting standpoint, I don't know how it would make you ever want to bet anything, especially involving the Clippers. Now we talk about the Sixers, talk about awards, talk about other stuff. But just like, did this put you over? The, like acquiring a like old, constantly failing playoff player. Like, the, oh, well that now they got it. That did it. Like that's what it did. So from a betting standpoint, like it's a massive zero on the Clippers part of it. Where would you rank them now in the Western Conference, in the hierarchy in the West? Obviously behind Denver okay. and Phoenix. Like, what, like, who else would you have ahead of them for sure? The Warriors, Lakers. Like, where do you where do you rank the Clippers now? I don't, I don't, I don't have a ranking, but I, I know it's Denver, Phoenix, and then something, and then somebody else. And I don't even need to know the order after that. Like, why? Like, again, like for what? Like, all right, if I have them third, then this. If I have them eighth, then this. Like, kind of who cares? And like, what bet would you make? Like, again, like, what's the like, what is the bet? Like, like, tell me what this made you want to do with the Clippers. No, nothing. It actually made things not happen. Like, Norman Powell didn't get included in this trade to the Sixers. People thought him or Terrence Mann would be included as part of, you know, the compensation going back to Philadelphia. Neither of them were included. Okay, great. So, like, yeah, you can cross off a bet. Norman Powell's not going to win six man of the year anymore. You're going to take five shots a game. There's any shots left after this? Of course not. Okay, cool. There's there's something you can't bet. Wow, how interesting. Uh, you know, can Westbrook win six man now that they have the four stars playing together? What if they end up bringing him off the bench? No, because he's going to start too much because all these stars are going to need 75 days off. So, like, there's again, there's a bunch of zeros. There's a bunch of nothing with this. And it's like, cool. Like, wow, I can't believe the sixth best team in the West is the fourth best team now. Like, imagine if that was the headline on ESPN. Like, oh, man, that moves them from sixth to fourth. Like, like, who cares? Like, who cares from a betting standpoint with the Clippers? I just, I just know that uh, betting the Rockets a couple of years ago with Harden and Westbrook was not something that was fun or like very profitable and they, for me. They were younger then. They like, were younger. It's, just, then. it's like not even the same. That like, like a lot. Honestly, like we should almost do like a cooked power rating with the four guys. Honestly, like that's really that might be kind of where we're at. Like it's possible Kawhi's number one on the cooked rating because like. He, but never really he, like, plays, if they so it's really win, it's tough, right? Right. That's well. That's the point. That's the whole point. Like, th if they're going to win an NBA title, it will entirely be driven by the fact that he transforms back into old Kawhi. Like the other players are all ancillary and like not key to the most important thing, which is like their title superstar is him. He has to be like legendary, like he was with Toronto for them to win. Does anyone think that's possible? Who cares what you surround him with if this is what it is? Doesn't matter. Like if he's going to be this. Everything else doesn't matter, and they're irrelevant. Like they're relevant because you want to click over and watch them for a few minutes and see how all these hilarious pieces fit together. But beyond that, like, like again, what bet? Like this made you want to bet them title? Like, do, do people watch Denver? Denver would maul this team. Like, are people nuts? <laughs> like, they, these four. Let's say this team existed last year. They played Denver in the playoffs. How do you think that was going to go? They were all younger then. Like, what again? What is this going to be? It's just like it's awesome sports talk. It's awesome NBA Twitter. Like, they're just, like, the the memes are hilarious today. Like, I'm glad it happened because it's funny. But if it's if it's funny and that's it, then there isn't a betting application for the Clippers part of it. We can talk about other stuff. 
I, I am interested to see game by game how this is going to look for the Clippers and if any like bets arise from like from Harden going to Los Angeles, whether it be in the prop market, game by game. And, we'll, and like the Clippers are playing tonight against Orlando, obviously. It's going to be a, a much different Clippers team than we're going to see, obviously, when Harden is actually playing in the games. So if, you know, if, if he decides to ever play, you better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Tuesday. A lot going on in the world of sports, talking the James Harden trade now to the L.A. Clippers. So that's the Clippers side of it. What about the Sixers side of it, where a lot of shots opened up now, and as we've seen in the first couple of games of the season, Tyrese Maxey, and uh, I would assume that that will continue for Philadelphia. Probably a good thing for the Sixers, and they acquire a bunch of other players. Like we said to start, Morris, Covington, Batum, Martin, and a bunch of draft picks, which don't matter for this year, obviously, but whatever. We can have that conversation as we uh, as we move on down the road. Ken, what about the Philadelphia 76ers part of this trade? Yeah, most interesting thing is uh, you want to see what they do next. All the reporting is that they acquired all these assets thinking they were going to go get a third player. And uh, we just well, I want to know who that third player is before I kind of like tell you how I feel about him for, for sure. Uh, Zach Levine's game, uh, name got floated out there. OG Ananobi, like good luck getting anyone from Toronto is kind of what we've learned about, you know, how, uh, how Masai operates. But like if they got him, obviously that would be awesome. Like these are impactful, interesting players as like a third best player on a team. And it seems like that's what they're interested in. That's all like the preliminary reporting is like they're not done and want to know what that, who don't know who that player is. That'd be a pretty interesting uh you know, piece to potentially add to this. Uh, what do I think about the Sixers? I, I like them. I like them this year in the playoffs. Regular season, like they're they're going to be, you know, properly rated. They're going to win like about 50 games or, or maybe a little bit less, um, you know, depending on how quickly they can get a third player in. Maybe they can turn into something a little bit better. Uh, I think they're going to be really good. I think Nick Nurse is alive for coach of the year. If he wins the same amount of games they did last year, I think they won about 54 games. So just like, yeah, like I, I, I like them. Like, let's compare the Clippers and them because the Clippers are like a circus sideshow, right? The Clippers have all these names. You're like, oh man, like these four guys together, that's going to be electric. Like, there's only one superstar in his prime to win titles of the five, the four on the Clippers and the one on the Sixers. And it's the one on the Sixers. And like, let's, let's think about, because, and like, th we don't have to do this today, but like, really think about this. Like, Giannis won MVPs. For three years, everybody gave him a ton of crap. He could never win a playoff series. Then he won an NBA title and everybody had to shut up. And then Jokic won MVPs. And then everybody said for like three years that Jokic could never get out of the second round. And he was never going to win like anything in the playoffs. And then he won a title and everybody was like, you're the best player like of all time. Okay. And B just won an MVP. How do we talk about him right now? Okay. Like little pattern recognition here, folks. How do, how do we tend to view these guys before they enter the part of their careers where they end up winning titles? Maybe it never happens for MB. Like maybe it really never happens. Maybe gets hurt too much. Maybe misses too many games, gets to the playoffs. He's just too worn down. And he's got a coach who likes to play his starters a lot. So like, maybe that just happens. It's, to it's totally reasonable to think that. Just like also though, balance that with how you felt about Giannis before they won and how you felt about Jokic before they won and you were probably in the exact same situation and now he's in the part of his career where like this should be the year he starts doing that and instead of Harden now he's got like an emerging potential superstar in Tyrese Maxey and maybe a third player on the way so like I don't know if they're going to win the title I'm not betting them yet to win the title but they are on the list like they can definitely win I think they are much more likely to win the title than the Clippers are did, did you mean when you said Joel Embiid playing with a superstar, maybe winning his first NBA championship? Did you mean to say Jalen Brunson instead of Tyrese Maxey? Not if they're playing like this, brother. I know you want him on I, your team, but like if I, they're going to win I, games I, like this. Yeah, it ain't, right. And like, I, I, I kind of feel like this trade makes it, and I don't know how likely it was in the first place. I don't, I don't feel like it's happening now. Like I feel he like he could be really miserable. Be how about put yeah. this way? Not, not playing like he's miserable. I think he's no, way he's to awesome. win MVP again. And the like the market the market's heavy Luca and Jokic and Luca is awesome and they haven't lost yet and maybe he just wins like Embiid could also just win again 
Like that could just have, he's been awesome. And it were three games in and it's like, everyone's decided this already. I, I think the Sixers are extremely interesting. I really do. I really wish that there was like something more fun from the Clippers perspective on this. Cause it's just like, they're going to get to the playoffs and what's going to happen. Like what, what is going to happen when they get there? I guess game well, by game in the regular theater. season, it'll be interesting. It's compelling yeah, it's theater. But it's like, fun. again, that's a sports talk thing. Like there's not a betting market. Like, will this be compelling theater? Yes or no. Like there's no price on that. So like there just isn't th a thing. I was trying to think like, what are they going to do now? Like, what are the Clippers going to do to play all four of these guys at the same time? And I was thinking about like what the Rockets did. When they had like a similar sure. setup and PJ Tucker was when they remember when they traded Clint Capella to Atlanta right. and then PJ Tucker, Tucker how tall is Tucker's what like 65 64 whatever and he and he's he a was little the, taller than that but like not a lot he might be 67 yeah, so maybe a, un, yeah. an undersized 5 like are, are they going to do is, is that what this is going to be and Harden's just going to be a facilitator and the other guys are just going to shoot is that what this is going to be i i, I right, don't but really like, know think about that does it does that oh, seem like a team that's they're... like fun does that does that seem like a team that's fun or will win anything Oh, let's let's put Westbrook off the ball again and have him play thirty minutes because this goes great every time. It just goes awesome. I just don't, and like, like Kawhi sitting in the do. corner. That's what's that's happening. That's what they're gonna do. That, but that's what they're gonna do, right? I mean, usually teams that James Harden is on, this is what happens. To be fair, usually teams that Russell Westbrook was on, it, the same thing happened with him. Now you get them both on the same team, and then the, the guys who should probably be taking the most shots aren't going to be shooting at all. They can be sitting in the corner. Like I'm not the coach. I, it's, I don't even want to go down that path. It's just like I don't I don't see it, and maybe there's a chance to see it. I just don't see it. Ten years ago, this would have been a hell of a team. Five years Clippers. ago, it's a great team. That's, I, don't, yeah. I don't know about in the year of our Lord, 2023. On the other side, we'll talk the James Harden trade. We'll talk Eagles, Cowboys, everything going on in the world of sports. Adam Lefko from the NBA on TNG joins Nick and Ken. Coming up next. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Very, very, very busy Tuesday in the world of sports. We've barely scratched the surface of the NFL trade deadline, which, by the way, is done in about 20 minutes. A bunch of trades already consummated in the National Football League. Maybe a couple still to come here in the 20 minutes as we approach the deadline. Greg Rosenthal from NFL Media, the Around the NFL NFL podcast, will join us coming up in hour number three. Drew Dinsick, the whale capper, will join us as well in hour number three. And Ken and I will finish our handicap of week number nine, which will include, among other games, the Eagles and the Cowboys on Sunday in Philadelphia. All our bets for tonight coming up in the power hour, final hour of the show. But joining us right now, making his You Better You Bet debut, and I'm very happy to welcome this guy to the show because one of the best guys out there in all of sports media, host of the NBA on TNT. He is host of NBA Bet on NBA TV, which will be on tonight. And he'll be back on the NBA on, T on TNT coming up on January 16th. The great Adam Lefko joins us right now on You Better, You Better. And I'll bring Adam on in a second. But I just want to tell a quick story about Adam. So I've known Adam for about a decade. You can you bring Adam on, on camera here. Uh, when Adam and I were both working for Bleacher Report in 2015, Bleacher Report Radio was on Sirius XM, where I was working as off-air at the time as a producer. And Adam was filling in on a show, which is really funny to think, like at NBA on TNT. Adam was filling in on a show on Bleacher Report Radio in 2015 and asked me, and I was writing for Bleacher Report, report at the time about the National Football League to be a guest on his show and I was on with Adam for like 12 minutes we did it in person jazz at Lincoln Center Columbus Circle in, in Midtown Manhattan and after the interview 
And I was like down on myself at the time. I was trying to break in and be on the air and like I wasn't getting opportunities. And Adam gave me like the nicest words of encouragement ever and like actually like really like spurred me to keep going. So I give him a ton of credit for that. All the stories you hear about this guy are true. One of the nicest guys out there and actually played like a pretty pivotal role in me getting to where I am right now because I was really down on confidence at the time and he gave me a big time jolt in the arm that I really needed. So Adam, thank you very much much for that. Congratulations on all the success. Welcome to You Better You Bet, Nick and Ken. How's it going? First of all, I remember that night and I remember thinking afterwards, this guy is good and you can't hide talent. And um, I'm telling you, man, like there are times where I'll go on social media and I'll see a clip of you, like even what you just did, like 40 seconds, top of the dome, just ripping words. Not everybody can do that. And to look back at, at how far we've come and how much everything's changed. It is very, very wild, but uh, I get to talk to you. I get to talk about sports betting. This is a great day. I'm very excited. Yeah. And then, and, and Adam was texting me last night, crushing NBA. I wish I had tailed Adam last night. I got railroaded last night, betting sports, Adam crushing it with some of his bets. Um, why don't we start yeah, I hit here? A, my friends? Uh, I hit a 30, a 30 point Luca triple double plus three threes from Desmond Bain, a nice little plus 800. That was a good one. That one felt good. That and he's, he's crushing it, so he's hot right now. It's great to welcome him to the show. Adam, of course, noted Philadelphia guy, noted Philly sports fan. My, my friend, what would you think of the, uh, the James Harden trade uh, to the Los Angeles Clippers? Your thoughts for your Sixers, the Clippers, and how it impacts things in the NBA? I woke up today. I had my green juice. I opened up my phone, and then I saw, like, 18 text messages from people. And then I looked on Twitter, and I saw the Woj tweet. And... My wife is like nine months pregnant right now. And I walked in and she's like sleeping. And I, and I said, babe, I have amazing news. And I leaned in and I go, James Harden isn't on the Sixers anymore. And she just went, that's great, babe. Leave me alone. I'm, I'm so happy. I cannot believe somebody took him again. How do you see what happened in Houston and Brooklyn and now Philly and go, yeah, that's worth our, our bench depth and multiple draft picks. Do I, do I think that the Sixers are done after this? No. I think that this is going to be turned into either a Zach Levine or an OG Ananobi. Um, or uh, my dream is, is DeMar DeRozan. I don't know if that's possible. But I, I think that what you've seen in the first three games of the Sixers is that Tyrese Maxey is an absolute star. He is, uh, he's averaging, I think, 37 and six, and he's shooting 56% from three on nearly eight attempts a game. And I think the two-man game with him and Embiid is electric. They, they, they're going to, and, and also every guy they got is an expiring deal. And Tobias's huge contract is coming off the books next year. The Sixers have a lot of flexibility. So from a fan perspective, I'm just happy to move on. I don't think this is the final team. I'm happy to move on. And Adam, I know Nick had a bunch of kind words for you. We, we just met like five minutes ago and you were saying, and this was really funny, like people can imagine this. We're in our last segment and which you just heard. And I was talking about the Clippers and the trade and the Sixers and betting and everything. And I see like Adam signs in like on our chat like halfway through and, it, and in your brain, you're just like, all right, like keep going. Like I just got to like focus, just like go. And I was like, he's going to be in like, just listen to the back half of this. And I don't ever yell about anything. And I'm kind of going nuts about how the Clippers are irrelevant. And like, from a betting standpoint, this is irrelevant. And I, I concluded Adam by saying like, 
I think the Sixers are more likely to win the title this year than the Clippers are, even though James Harden leaves the Sixers and goes to the Clippers. Yet people maybe not, maybe that's not intuitive. Do you agree with that? Like, I kind of think Philly might be cooking here a little bit with a third guy. You think they're more likely to win than the Clippers this year? I think the issue is the Celtics have looked incredible thus far. And I think the Bucks are going to figure it out. And I, I think when you have Giannis cooking, and I look at the West and the Nuggets, I think are the best team in the NBA by far, but every other team has given me a huge pause for concern thus far. Uh, the Kings, DeMontis Sabonis still looks like an issue. The Lakers are starting really sluggish and, and their hope is getting Jared Vanderbilt back. The Grizzlies are a dumpster fire. The Warriors, you're sitting there and going, sure, they're, they're doing great now, but is this really sustainable? The Pelicans just got waxed by those Warriors. Um, I, I look around the rest of the Western Conference and a conference that I thought was going to be super deep is suddenly very questionable. I don't believe in the Mavericks. Um, so I, I do kind of look at the Clippers and go, if this team is able to figure out on paper how to get four interesting multiple wings around Zubach, they could be deadly. I'm just not betting on the team that has Harden and Westbrook on the same roster. And the Clippers that I watch, Kawhi likes to bring the ball up. And I just watched James Harden with the Sixers. That dude needs the ball in his hands all the time or else he starts getting upset. I like Teron Liu. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NBA. But of the two, I would go Sixers because I would be baking into that line, trading for a third star and and maybe figuring it out. But I I don't think either of them are winning it. I, I To me, it's, it's Nuggets Celtics right now. All right, I, well, I was going to ask, is it going to be Celtics or Bucks? Adam just told you, Celtics over Bucks right now in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a terrific Tuesday. Talking the NBA, we'll get to the National Football League in a second with Adam Lefko of the NBA on TNT. Um, NBA bet coming up tonight on NBA TV. Adam is on Twitter, at Adam Lefko. My friend, we'll get some bets uh, from you tonight for the NBA coming up in a few minutes here. But got to get your take on the Eagles and Cowboys coming up on Sunday from Philadelphia. Ken and I have not given our handicap of that game yet this week. We're going to do that a little later in the show. Your Eagles right now, a three-point home favorite against Dallas. I feel like a lot of people right now, early in the week at least, like Dallas a little bit in the game. How confident are you in your birds coming up on Sunday? Who do you like in the Eagles-Cowboys game? There is nothing I love more than the Eagles getting a win that felt like a loss and Dallas blowing out a really overrated team the week before to get the national media talking about, watch out for Dallas. They take this one from the Eagles. Watch out for Dallas. This is the perfect scenario, like the absolute perfect scenario to where the Eagles are upset. I, I said before the Washington game that that was a trap game. It was Sunday night football Dolphins Washington, a team you've already beaten, and then Dallas before a bye. I I look at Dallas and I go, sure, like C.D. Lamb can tear them up, but how many teams have used a wide receiver to tear up the Eagles and ended up losing? Tyree Kill tore them up. Justin Jefferson tore them up. Terry McLaurin's tore them up twice. It doesn't matter. Tony Pollard and the ground game have not been getting going, and that's the way that you actually beat this Eagles team. My only concern is if Jalen Carter misses the game, but if he doesn't, I think they control both lines of scrimmage. Um, and I, and I, not only do I think the Eagles are going to win, I have not handicapped this game at all, but as I'm talking it out right now, 
It's in Philly, correct, Nick? It's in Philly. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah, I think this is a double-digit Eagles win. Ooh, and I'm, okay. I'm oh. usually someone that is very pessimistic about the Eagles. I'm usually someone – I just – this second – like, Dak has never really faced the Eagles, bro. Like, the last time he faced the, in Philadelphia, he always seems to miss those games. I went to, the like, the last time he was there, and it was like a Week 17 game – uh, of Devontae Smith's rookie season, and they barely beat an Eagles team that rested everybody. I, I just think it's going to be an absolute snake pit. I think they're going to be feeling themselves, and I think that the Eagles are about to un... Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking 13. I'm going 13. Save this call. Wow. Yeah, but uh, oh, we will. Uh, oh, we will. Hashtag all... all <laughs> Yeah, we save everything on the show. You never know. Uh, never know what's gonna happen. We were we were talking before the show, Adam, and, and you were talking about some of the bets that you like tonight. Kind of had a like a banger underdog that you kind of like tonight. There's only three games. Might be tough to find bets that people like. You you seem to have one you really like. Kind of your entire betting card here. We got about a minute left for this. All right, I'll be quick. I like Orlando with the points. Uh, Clippers have the Lakers tomorrow. Harden's gonna be there for tomorrow. Tonight feels like a mail-in game. Uh, I love. Um, Eric, Gore, Eric Gordon over 14 and a half or 15 with Booker and Beal both out. I love Randall over nine and a half rebounds against Cleveland without Jared Allen. Um, and I would also say sneaky one is Kevin Durant over uh, five and a half assists. Um, with those guys out, he's a much bigger facilitator. And with that, if you want to do a same game parlay, I also like Grayson Allen, uh, like at least over 10, just to sprinkle that in there. That's that's my it. card for tonight. I love it. Three games. Here's like 19 bets for you from our friend Adam Lefko. Oh, dude, Adam, I'm, we, I'm loaded up right now. <laughs> absolutely love it. Adam, since we sincerely, yeah. sincerely appreciate it, my man. Adam will be on NBA Bet tonight on NBA TV. Returns to, uh, in, uh, to NBA on TNT inside the NBA on Tuesday, starting on January 16th. Doing great work also for our friends over at Bleach Report. My friend, sincerely appreciate the time. Good luck with all the bets tonight. Good luck to your birds this weekend. We look forward to doing this down the line. Appreciate y'all, fellas. Adam Lefko joining us here on You Better You Bet. One of the nicest guys out there. And also yeah. gonna be a dad soon. Congratulations. Also got a lot of bets. And then that's the, which is which is honestly the most important yes, thing. The most important. Get about kids. We're all about bets. Hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side, and we'll talk all things NFL trade deadline next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 